early. Yeah. Yeah. We here. He said, "Yeah, yeah, we here. <laughs> yeah." I think this is, I think this is right. <laughs> what yeah, up, to Who our guest is? I mean, they know who the guest is. Yeah, man, y'all know, y'all know. We, we do our due diligence to promo and let yeah. y'all know what's up for sure. So what up, Brody? Back. It's another episode. Seventy-seven, number seventy-seven. Oh, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome. If you're here, um, real quick, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, subscribe to the right channel. There. We're trying to get to a thousand followers, Facts. and we're on our way, man. We're on our way. Every Facts. every episode, we get a couple more uh, f- subscribers, so it's lit. Y'all y'all are helping us out with Appreciate that. You. Um, yeah, man. This week has been pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Any highlights? What you pretty cool with uh, uh, highlights of the week? Well, last week we didn't do the in? show because I did. Uh, yeah, you was out I of did, town. Where yeah, I was um, in Virginia Beach shooting a AAU tournament. You said the, um, so. You said the future looking nice. The future yeah, looking real bright, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Hey, there was one kid I was shooting that was tough, bro. His name is Hassan Dorman, dog. Like, I really, I really think people should like pay attention to that name because you okay. might hear it like okay. he, he he was tough bro like do you want prospecting too yeah you know sometimes they be balling so yeah. hard and it's like and then yeah when it's a high school like damn yeah. you're really tough or like them niggas must be really nice yeah. if you don't got them type offers but it's no nah, it's 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 very interesting i feel like yeah like youth sports is kind of interesting because it's like it's i don't want to say it's easy to ball against like other kids but you know sometimes it don't translate like you're you're balling against other kids who are your age right and uh for whatever reason when you get around better or stiffer competition it don't you know what i'm saying you don't got that that's right. but i'm not gonna say that's the case with this kid though like this kid was tough um they you could see like anytime he got on the court he thought he was the best player on the court even like for the other team, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it's just like you could see, I, I was super impressed by him, you know what I'm saying? So I had a good time shooting that. Um, it's always good when you're shooting something and like the, the subject is good, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's music, whether it's sports, like, you know what I'm saying? Or acting even, you if the with, subject you're shooting you is shooting, uh, Well, you probably, to some degree you should, because I know you, you've shot a lot of sports. I haven't shot yeah. as many sports, as much as I love sports. I haven't really shot too much oh, type content. Oh, no, I have, you know, for sure. But, like, you know, you've actually done, like, documentaries with seasons. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you've been in practice with it. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, I'll be, they hit me for the game. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> the game, I'm like, yeah, word. So you yeah. really be nah, like, I do. I, with it. You, now you that I think it, about like, it. Like you fuck with the fast love pace it. of it, and like, can you speak to maybe like camera equipment that you use? Are you using Zoom, like, or is it wide? Like, oh, how do you yeah, how do you question. when you own it on a player? Is a wide screen just best? And then, or like, do sometimes do you get up close? Like, how, it, how does yeah, that go? it definitely that varies. Highlight, that that, highlight as far shit. as like what I'm using, completely varies uh, depending on like what's what the vibe is. But um, to answer your first question, yeah, I do love shooting sports. Um, I think. Uh, I just I'm just into competition, bro. Like I'm into competition. When I'm shooting, I was shooting a soccer that tournament. Like an like, overarching theme about you. You fuck with the comp- just the competition. Yeah, like yeah. even even with the parlay and shit. It's yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to beat. <laughs> beat the books. There's a game yeah. here. There's yeah, game theory. Bro. Yeah, That's not facts. And then I try to get theory. and then I try to get better at it. You know what I'm saying? I try to find edges and all this type of shit. It's but it's game. yeah. But as far as like the sports shooting goes, like. Yeah, I was I was about to say I was shooting a soccer tournament like maybe a couple weeks ago. And you know, I'm not that into soccer. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my homies are super into soccer. So I'm kind of like into it. Phil. Yeah, shout out Phil. Um I'm I'm into it kind of like secondarily, but I was shooting the soccer tournament and the last game that we shot was heated, bro. Like it, it, it was like two two uh winding down. Uh they went into overtime or extra time and right. Both teams scored an extra time, so they ended up going down to penalties. And it was the last, it was the last game of the tournament. And me and the other dude that was shooting were just like, damn, like I'm trying to get out of here. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, this right. is the last game, and it's just dragging along. And he said that, and I was like, Yeah, I agree. But also, like, it's kind of tough. Like, you know what I'm saying? These niggas is going back and forth. Like, I just love, I just love watching competition at any level, bro. Like, because also it is like they're kids, they're like 16, 17 years old. So to see them kind of like into it it just maybe it takes me back to my playing days nostalgia. you know what i'm saying yeah. a little bit of nostalgia but also a little bit of like yeah talk your shit when you're when you're right. killing you know what i'm saying right, right, right. um so I, I love seeing that and then i was i think i was telling you when i got back from the aau tournament um just being in that aau vibe is 
again nostalgia you know what i'm saying it's just like damn like this is a whole community <laughs> you know what i'm saying there's literally there's literally like thousands of people just on like a campus you know what i'm saying for three days you know what i'm saying and you know what I'm saying? I was going out to the bars. You see some of those people at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Right, like it's right. it's like motherfuckers is just sharing this space, little ecosystem on the road for like a good three days. It's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was doing that last week. Soccer was the last sports content I actually did shoot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fucking um, it was dope because the I didn't have to like capture the game. All I had to capture was cuz son. Mm -hmm. Yo, stars, what up, Brody? Yeah. Balls well, new video fire. Um, but I was going to say, so I just followed him. I had my FS5 and I just had it on Zoom in a way where it's like, oh, just smooth fall. And I had him on a little tripod. So I'm just like yeah. turning. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was easy. Yeah, I yeah. And, you know, it was so crazy. You just capture what's ha what happens. Yeah, because, you know, in soccer, they're not running it up like basketball or even football. Like, you know, It's not like yeah. 10 to They're, they're 10 conserving to energy. You know right. Like yeah. the whole game, what I realized, too, was like, yeah, that shit might end up being one zero but when you watch like the intricacy of the game you're like yo this shit was mad there's some plays intriguing. happening yeah or, like, there's plays happening even in the middle like i'm looking just even how cuz in the moves and all i'm like yo he nice like he now he's scoring goals but yeah he's nice yeah. like you can just tell pass fluid with the ball 100 percent. so comfortable on the man, field how you yeah. learn in real time like even even if it's sport even like basketball something you might be very familiar with you yeah. kind of like Oh shit! Oh, like I'm seeing this shit. Like I'm recording it, so I'm really looking at it at a different lens. Yeah, and it's because I even think that lens is even different sometimes than the consumer. Like, yeah, for the your like lens if you're a, a parent fan, watching it for me too, because yeah. I'm really like, I, like I, the parent might actually resonate with the camera person because they're probably only watching their kid. Like the kid, the, the parent that's pushing their kids, yeah. they're probably being analytical too. So yeah. it's like, y'all got the same mind, but everybody else is just like watching everybody. Spectator, I don't know yeah. who to oh, watch. That's game. the person to watch. Okay, that's the person yeah. to watch. Oh, you got to kind of watch out for him too. So, yeah. so and I, I will say too, this about the kid that, um, and it's not even like I was there to shoot this kid either. It's nah, just that he, he like, he just yeah. stood out. Yeah. And that was, a, that was one of the things that was like, yo, like, the game looks so easy for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he, like all of this shit is happening with ease. He's getting to the cup with ease. He can finish at the cup. You know he what I'm saying? Like, you said he's, what? He's got, he's, he's played, he's groomed for it. He's yeah, that's calm. what I'm saying. Like, like, like bro, like literally the ball, like he just, like the ball looks like it belongs in his hands, bro. Like right, it's kind of right, crazy. It, it right. gives me like Carmelo vibes. Like when he was uh in college. Lil you know Mello what I'm saying? on his way up too. Oh yeah, I've been seeing, I've been seeing, yeah, bro, yeah, Lil Mello yeah, fucking, yeah, um, not masterpiece kids you ever seen them play ball oh uh, mercy bro, miller Romeo's, no Romeo's like mercy miller Romeo, um bro. so he's it's, 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 it's really interesting this nigga I'm got a kid him. named mercy got a kid named hersey got a kid named versi versi and a hersey is funny bro. yo i went on this bro. i went on this little masterpiece like, rabbit hole last night like i don't know why because I, I stumbled upon like his i was looking at i was looking at kind of like inspo for putting right. putting uh uh, basketball highlights together. So right. I, I stumbled upon Mercy Miller's joint. I was like, oh, this kid's tough. You know what I'm saying? I think he's like a junior in high school, yeah. but his highlight tapes was looking crazy. And I'm just like, oh, damn, it's this tough. kid's got... And I don't hear... You hear about, like, Bronny. You hear about Lil Mello. You don't hear about Mercy Yo, Miller. Say, and Bronny definitely made... And leaps. he went to Oak Hill. Yeah, Bron Mercy Bronny Miller. made leaps and bounds, though. I ain't yeah. gonna hold you in the past couple months. It's definitely getting really? a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I remember, like, even a couple months in there, it was like... He not even the best player on his team. Like this really? Tough, yeah, yeah. The Sierra Canyon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. There's, yeah no, no, there was like there was like two players that are like they're better than him. Yeah. But now I don't know. Maybe they might have graduated or whatatever. But he's definitely now he's coming him. along. The younger, guy. his younger son. Dab um, what's his name? Uh, I, I can't. Bryce. Yo, Bryce Is looking he like he's next LeBron. Really? <laughs> like he looked. Yeah, I saw that picture was, of him like basically the same him, height. They call him Big Guard. Like big I was guard. like, yeah, he like he looking big, but yeah. he's playing like a guard. Yeah. But he definitely like muscling niggas. Like yeah. when he get down low, I was like, oh shit, that's Ronnie's game look mad like fundamental veteran. I'm like, yeah, Yo, he's yeah. too young for this. This is crazy. Yeah, no, and that's bro, tough. How do generations just get? I'm just going with all sports. Yeah, yeah. You see, and obviously, I know that you know each leagues respectively. They always change it to. To fit the times, I'm mm -hmm. not necessarily knocking that. It is what it is. That's how shit evolves. But, yo, bro, these, these players are gifted. 
is fucked yeah. nowadays. That's like, a, that's no, a big no, no, thing. It's crazy. It's different. It's different. Like, I used the, to the preparation of it. Now yeah. people are way more in tune to the diets. What you got to do? Yeah. And I, I remember, like sometimes I say this in like some of our conversations too. It's like a lot of these kids are now, you know, the children of a lot of these parents that Another, had these yeah, aspirations. Yeah, yeah. And so they're getting, them, they're getting them right from jump. I'm telling you exactly what to do. Getting them <laughs> and, and, get, and putting them in the right mindset. Yeah, putting them in the right 100%. mindset. Like yo, like you got because you see some of the peripheral um like workouts. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't see kids just working on their game. You see them doing yoga. You see them doing like strength you know, and conditioning. You see swimming, yeah swimming. All you know what I'm saying? Because also it is. Like the kind of work you're putting in is also a flex on its own. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now that we got social media and all this type of stuff, it's right. kind of a flex to show how dynamic your workout is. Like, <laughs> like a, you know what I'm like saying? Workout culture. Yeah. Sport itself. Yeah. Just seeing that. Like everybody love to see like the the prep, all that. Oh, yeah. Go try to, I, I go yeah. Try yeah. hundred percent. And, and I go, like that's information. Yeah. That's, that's literally information. That's data. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, you know how we be emphasizing in this day and age and how information is key. It's like, yeah, bro. Once you see somebody do that, that becomes first, it's an anomaly, mm -hmm. then it becomes a norm. Yeah. Kind of like how, you know, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, a perfect example. You have Steph when he's like shooting shit from the logo, but yeah. now it's kind of like, no, niggas come in shooting shit from the logo. Yeah. And, and they come in practicing that shot. <laughs> now they practice that shot in the gym, where it's like, you probably weren't practicing that shot. You probably maybe do that at the end, your last like two, three shots from half court, but right. nah, now niggas is like, shooting that shit so they can prepare to do that in the game like that fucking prospect i don't know if you've seen that it's like victor i forgot his last name he's seven foot five prospect 18 year old he pulling from the 40. No, he I got handles like kevin durant not, that's the joint that everybody's saying everybody trying to tank so when you see these trades that don't kind of make sense like yeah. spurs like that jack like yeah they just trying to tank they really the, that's the prospect check they want him, him. Check that's him out, crazy bro. You'll check him out after the he's crazy yeah crazy. now that is crazy um i i, I wanted to um, just kind of make note of the fact since we're on this sports tangent real quick. Um, team started reporting for training camp in the NFL. Okay. So we right there. Okay. Um, I, I always like, I don't know, call me an NFL junkie, but like literally every little update in the off season is exciting for me. Cause this is where we're that much closer <laughs> to the season getting started. So, you know what I'm saying? I really fuck with the fact that Julio Jones, Julio Jones got signed by the the Buccaneers. Yes, sir. Yes, that yes, that's crazy because sure uh, who was it? Uh, Chris Godwin, I think, is going to be down for the first couple of weeks or something like he that. To, so sure. that Julio Jones signing is good, and you know Tom Brady, man. He if you got hands, he's going to get you the rock. You know what I'm saying? No, like so, it's going to be interesting. That oh my god, I forgot about that low key. That that come that's going to be interesting. Yeah, bro. Tampa Bay are they the favorite to win the end of the the Super Bowl? They're my favorite. <laughs> right, yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh nah, it's that's gonna be interesting. I saw I saw fucking Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you saw that fucking video clip of him arriving in arriving to camp with the beater and like the log ass hair. Uh, nah, <laughs> that shit was so funny, it. dog. Oh, uh, I think he was recreating a Nicolas Cage movie no when he did that shit. Yeah, but um yeah, he he's a whole I feel like he's turned into more of a character in the last few years. Yeah, because you know, I feel like a lot of people that are in this spectacle society nowadays too they also starting to understand how their influences has this omnipotence like it's ever reaching i yeah. can i can expand outside of my lane my yeah. field you know what i'm saying and it's and okay a hundred percent and now it's like i i like the thing is like i i like when i see people just tapping into their interests like yo my nigga i don't like eat brief sleep football yeah, like, yeah, I do yeah. other things i do other too. things yeah and i think it's cool whatever your respective craft is once you get to a certain position to start leveraging that to get into other type of endeavors, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that shit's cool. He just be on front street with it and just like, yo, I ain't about to fake shit for nobody. This is so what I be on. This is like, you know, it's so crazy. People be trying to be like, yo, your lacks, your attitude to this shit's kind of weird. Funny. He's like, bro, aren't I in the debates of one of the greatest, one of the greatest to ever do it? Yeah. And still doing it. Shit. Yo, you see Tom Brady, Tom shit. Brady got his little sense of humor coming out a little bit too yeah, these you days. Know the, you know what I'm saying? He'd be branding, on the commercials. Branding, He'd be on Twitter. Branding is everything yeah, now. Yeah. Like it's everything now. Personal yeah. branding. Yeah. Everybody's realized. Derek that, Jeter too. You know, like, and we, I see, <laughs> and I see, I see, we got Ron, you know what I'm saying? The waiting room. Yep, we definitely yep, got to bring him yep, in, but it's yep. kind of like, 
and they as buzzword as this turn into even community. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, like NFTs definitely made me hone in on that aspect, what building that shit looks like. Mm-hmm. But then when you think about it, it's like, no, everything is actually built off of community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might not have that lens on, but yeah, you might just not be, you, you might not think you're about just not it looking that. at it that way. Yeah. But everything is communities. Yeah. And sometimes when it's niche, sometimes that really be the fucking that spark moment because it's like, yeah, even though it ain't everybody, yeah. it's this specific group. That's all that mattered. Yeah. It, it just takes off, you know, big facts, big facts. So like you said, we got Ryan ready to come on. Okay. We're going to take a little commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to get into some real spill. Make sure my vocals right. Make sure the beat right. Welcome to the fifth show. Time to cuff. Powered by It's Nation TV. Oh, no! It's Nation TV. That's why he's trying to get in line. Play, execute, have fun, dub. I can do a lot more than what I think I can. Okay, let's get him on here. Let's get let's get the man let's of the man here. of the hour. Let's... Yo. yo, 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 yo! Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can, hear, we can you. hear you. You can hear us. Let me turn it up a little bit. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You can hear us. Okay, I can hear you guys. It's coming through. Yeah, the man, how's it going? Thank, thanks for thanks. Welcome to the show. Yes, thanks sir. Yes, sir. Uh, live yeah, from uh, the 702. Good, I had to think how, of where I was going, at man. for a second. But yeah, the city right, of right, yeah. we're uh, t- typically just going to bed around this time. Oh, right. word. Right, early with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you yeah, yeah, sacrificed some sleep to, to here LA, with us, man. to the DMV and everything in between. Yes, yes sir. Now, we definitely appreciate you um, tuning in, Brody, live from the West with it. Right now, where you at? Vegas with it? Or you at, you in uh, the Bay? I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. I'm at the house. Okay. I'm at my house. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah, got off man. the road. Uh, did a little Real time over runner. in Europe. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. What I know was that going was, on over there? I know that's nice, right? Uh, family time. Family time. Uh, oh, we nice, had a yeah. wedding to attend that's and dope. then just uh, some good R&R. Man, that's that's <laughs> always needed. Rest, relaxation. Always needed. And, and uh, I feel like, uh-huh. bro, I will say, man, weddings are such a great time bro like I, my sister got married in november i'm still kind of on a high from that like yeah those, those are such great times for surely for well, surely but i was gonna say bro um definitely wanted to just give a, a little context bro before we definitely get into it man time fucking flies bro uh um, yeah i remember like <laughs> How I even got in tune to you, I was getting game, bro, because, hey, man, it all started from the videographer's room, man. Mm-hmm. It's Clubhouse. Yeah, videographers with three exclamation hey, points. I'm telling you, three of them get it right. But <laughs> I, it's, it's so crazy. Three when I got makes on the that, difference. I'm telling you, bro, like when I got onto that app off top, I was like, yo, I'm just trying to learn trying to get some information and I can apply. That's what I was hearing. Everybody was getting plugged in and all that shit. And I wanted to look for things that apply to me. So when I right. seen the videographer's room, by naturally, I'm a fly on the wall type of individual. So like when I would sure. just come in there, I'm like, and you know how you can vet, you can see who's talking. So I'm looking at the bios and shit. I'm looking at everybody's Instagram. I'm like, oh shit, this is, this is uh exactly the circle of people I need to, you know, hear this game from you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying oh it's you and a numerous amount of individuals but you started that room and you would keep that shit open on some 24 hour shit so like anytime somebody wanted to tune in it's like yo it's probably somebody there to give you some game like that yeah there was, was always crazy. a place I'm there was always a bro, place to tuck away yeah. to for a Facts, videographer for a, for a cinematographer hell yeah bro so can you like speak to just a little bit just you know what i'm saying who you are Real quick, you know what I'm saying? Your name, where you're based from, and just how you came to just come into your craft and like that 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 clubhouse experience. You know what I'm saying? This exchange of information that we was just have. Okay, for surely. Uh, so I'm Ryan, Ryan Horstcotty. A lot of people have a hard time pronouncing the last name, so I always know when it's a bill collector because they're gonna butcher the last <laughs> name. <laughs> you don't know me. But, yeah, you, you, you don't know. 
Uh, but so I'm originally from uh, the Bay Area, born and raised. Uh, shit, from high school, I thought I wanted to get into the hotel industry. So I went off to Maui. Uh, oh. Realized my personality didn't really cut it. Plus, I was so young, wanting to get into the oh. hotel. I wasn't going to get to the position I really wanted to as fast as I'd and like now to. Wanted to like, you wanted to like run hotels? Uh, so I've always been into helping people. That kind of plays into the uh, okay. clubhouse. I wanted to become a concierge. I want to well, be able okay. to help you while you're on vacation. What do you need? Let me make your experience. Uh, yeah, so I wonder people more that are like, um, what are the best things to do around here? Like, where can I go get some food? Word, and like, okay. Word, okay. And mm -hmm. Maui's I just want to, I want to be a producer. I want to be able to connect the dots for you. Big right. fact. Which I do okay. these days. I'm about to say, yeah, uh, that's, that's literally going to go right, right in hand to hand right, with the story for right. sure. <laughs> right. So, uh, but then uh, Hawaii, off to Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina. And shit, did almost a year's worth of volunteer work. Was able to get 73 families back into their homes. Uh, got a job on a shrimp boat to make some money since I was doing the relief real, work for real room and board. Shit. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, and we were down on the bayou too. So we were uh, about 50 miles outside of New Orleans. We definitely went into New Orleans and did some work, but most of our work was was really out there that wasn't being talked about or being put on camera. Um, right. So yeah, really got to touch the people, uh, interact with an easy thousand volunteers, probably closer to 2000, uh, supervisor just did our thing out there, man, did something good for somebody else. Cause I was at a point yeah. in my life where I wasn't shit. I wasn't making anything happen. Um, from that back to California, my supervisor in Louisiana said, when you get back to Cali, there's somebody you got to meet. And that was his mom at the time. She was the web page designer for high times magazine. She introduced oh, me to anybody wow. and everybody that I needed to know in the cannabis world. So Man. I definitely got my boots laced by who I consider the godfathers of at the time, prop 215, okay. uh, Dennis Perone, Eddie Lepp, Jack Hare. Can you, go into prop 15? can you, can you briefly talk about just prop 15 for those that don't know? Prop 215 was the original act proposition to get cannabis legalized or at least as a medical um on the medical side of things back in don't quote me i want to say it was around 96 uh was okay. the first cards given out and these people dennis perone eddie lepp jack hare ed rosenthal these guys were in the first 10 people to get cards for medical marijuana back okay. in the 90s wow. so to have these people then lace my boots coming into it was like you you couldn't ever pay for that type of game for sure so yeah work in the cannabis industry still work in the cannabis industry but started to get burnt out <laughs> um right. and i transitioned i started going to these hip-hop shows back in the bay area and i'm just taking <laughs> pictures with my cell phone and I bump into too short. I bump into Mr. Fab who I had already built relationships with by being in the cannabis industry. Real legends for sure. Yeah, man. Personally, yeah, man. Uh, short 40 plus years being a professional rapper. Right. That's crazy. That don't happen. Not too many people can say that. So yeah, to then yeah, have my boots laced by a pioneer like too short. Um, both he and Fab said, if I invest in myself, they would invest their time into me. And at 24, 25, trying to figure out life, I took them up on it. Two people that are somebody's from where I'm from gave me an mm -hmm. opportunity, gave me a shot. And they didn't want anything from it, just me to give it my all because they've given people shots and some people have succeeded. Some people have dropped off and went back to doing whatever they were doing. Um, Could you speak yeah, on real my, quick while we're here? While we're here on the two short thing and Mr. Yeah. Fab, could you speak on like how you developed a relationship with them? Like, were you, like what, like how, how did you, how did you do that? Well, shit, just working in the cannabis industry, you're going to bump into all kinds of Word. people. And then these parties that we would attend, we'd throw these uh, parties that are so out here in Vegas, you know, they got trade shows every day, every week. Um, there's a few cannabis shows that come to town 
And around those trade shows, we would throw these really elaborate parties. So we've done the Playboy Suite, Hardwood, Kingpin, numerous presidentials. Um, So probably bumped into short there. And I, I specifically know how I ran into Fab the first time was at a clothing store back in the Bay Area called Filthy Drip. And I was working for a company called Smoke Session 420 at the time. And I put in an order of shirts there and bumped into Fab there playing video games and knew if I shot him a shirt, got a photo, it would do something for the brand and uh, started there. Probably bumped into him maybe when I went to go pick up the order. He was still playing the same video games. Uh, And yeah, man, just kept on, kept on. And that night when I came out of, uh, where were we? We were definitely, maybe Yoshi's. We were definitely in Oakland when it came out. He still remembered my name. I'm like. Left an impression. That's crazy. Right. What? (laughs) He's like, me, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you still remember me? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, just the last little bit on short. For somebody that's been in it this long, that came in making dirty raps, still doing dirty raps, at a time when dirty raps, they said it wasn't going to sell, look at where we're at today. He's still here. Right. He's still kicking. Right. So, right. raps are now. <laughs> uh, he started, pioneered, pioneered the way. Surely. And then just out of the trunk, too, that independent mentality. It doesn't even have to be on no anything else just that hustle that drive to get on the bus to go from turf to turf but with a strategy if i get this if i get this cassette tape into the big homies hand all the little homies are going to be forced to listen to it mm-hmm. and they're going to want to be like the big homie so they're going to can i get that tape too and then when guys on other sides of town find out that so and so got a custom tape well shit i need one too and I'll pay top dollar right. for it. I need my name dropped in the rap. All right. Yeah. Damn, that's how I build up. No bullshit. <laughs> that's how you. Yeah, you gotta, have a, real, you gotta have a real target audience. Right. Yeah. I feel like that also translates to rap these days because it is kind of a flex to drop somebody's name in a track like, like Drake. Like for example, Drake will drop like rubenstein and you know what i'm saying like he'll say some shit like or like how brands will do they'll drop the the cannabis names you'll hear that runs you'll hear that yeah, backpack yeah. Boys. Oh, yeah. Cookies. Cookies. you'll hear that Cookies, exactly yeah. like you'll hear that you hear these affiliations and it's like yeah shit definitely builds you know it's a lot of, a lot of these days work. it's like runs on the west coast all we hear is runs 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 and i know all those guys so they're definitely right. doing their thing they got their name in a lot of people's mouths same with backpack boys and still, you can't go wrong with some good, good old cook. Exactly, yeah, that's facts. facts. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. So, like, so you build, so you, you uh, connecting the dots, as you would say. When did you? And you said you was going to a lot of concerts, and you was, you know, just taking the shits on your phone. When did this oh, shift right. into you actually picking up that cam? And was like, man, you know, let me get dirty real quick. I think. You know, was For it sure. out of necessity or did you notice that it's like, damn, I feel like this would just help because we don't got this tool around. I'm going to do that. And you gain the love from it there. Or were you off some? Nah, I want to I want to create like I, I want to put some visuals together. What was your perspective going into it? So I first picked up a camera before I was transitioning out of the day-to-day cannabis industry. I was working for a company called Hemp Vision TV. So we are going to all the different trade shows, events cannabis cups, um, doing product reviews, you name it, interviews. So that's where I kind of got my uh, feet wet. Is it like 08? Like 07, 08? What's that? Is is this like 2007, 2008? Like when when is this right Yeah, like what year Uh, are you talking? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, probably 2008, 2009, 2010 range that okay. range um because okay. i did not i did not do photos in school i didn't take a class none of that right. um just kind of had a camera thrown in my hand i was not the editor either at the time i was strictly just a shooter and then handing mm-hmm. the footage off to a colleague um, right. okay so that kind of started to get me used to just operating a camera had no idea yeah. how to edit what i was shooting 
but that got me comfortable behind the camera. So then, yeah, I started going to these shows, taking uh, cell phone photos. And then, like I said, short and fab say, if I invest in myself, they'll invest in me. So at first I wanted to go out and get two, $3,000 camera, uh, interchangeable lenses, everything. Family looks at me and they're just like, you're gonna spend that kind of money and you have no idea how to edit. You have no idea if you're really gonna stick with this. So they're like, why don't you go out and get a point and shoot? It's probably gonna run you about 500 bucks. Um, you can start practicing there. You can start uh, learning how to edit and you're gonna really see if you enjoy it. Right. And basically that's how it started. Point and shoot mm -hmm. to uh, first DSLR that I could swap out lenses and give or take every three months or so, three to six months, uh, reinvesting in new equipment or equipment to make the job either slightly okay. easier or just tools I need. Yeah. And now these days it's a garage, garage full of equipment. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. I, I, I think me and Brooke talk about this all the time where like a lot of the equipment that we have, it's not like we just knew we needed it. It's like it kind of accumulated as we wanted our work to get better. And it's like, oh, if you want it to get better, you got to go get this attachment. You got to go get this light. You got to go get this. You know what I'm saying? And that happens yeah, like over years. You know what I'm saying? This battery. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and none of this shit is cheap. You know what right. I'm saying? Like none of this shit none is cheap. If it's worth anything, you know what right. I'm saying? And if then, it's good at all, it's not cheap. Look back and you're like, damn, I have a whole production Got a whole set. fucking. Like it wasn't a one. Like yeah. there's no way I could have just put this down one payment. On a list. Yeah. Or like, just wrote a list of like, these are all the things I need. It's like experience kind of helps you figure out what you need. Yeah, and it's like and I can still like you do. Had a pretty supportive family too. Yeah, yeah for you. sure, for sure. Family definitely comes. Uh, my family is extremely educated, um, and they're super book smart. Mom's got a lot of street smarts, but yeah, just super supportive. Those months that uh, were rough, there was some help on the back end. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. um, so I never had to struggle too, too, too much. But definitely at the same time, mom let me fall on my face enough times and yeah. learn how to pick myself back up. So well, that too. it's cool. But they always supported like the arts. Right. They never shied That's me real. away from that. That's dope. Like even them even recommending, no, don't spend all that money on the camera. <laughs> and I was Slow like, down. I was thinking at first when they go on and say, just say, fuck that shit. Like you're not going to get no bread. They're like, no, go get, you know, something that's a little bit more cost efficient engage yeah, your way see up. what's up like so For still sure. telling you yeah go down that path but you know maybe kind of like you know revise how you're about to go about it so that's that's some real shit so like yeah so you start building yep. up right and one thing i also know that you used to say a lot because i fuck with three six heavy uh i fuck with juicy j heavy right. you know what i'm saying so like and if we talking around the 2010s brothers. like oh it, what? it was they, they bro, were at the peak it, it was going it <laughs> yeah, was like, like bro beach week like you know what I'm saying? it was very crazy so like man. so and i'm interested because now you know you was getting into it when did you start getting to a point where it was kind of like i guess maybe people sought your work or people are like yo yeah ryan's valid you know oh, yeah, ryan's back. valid type shit you know what i'm saying or whatever services it was that you were providing like when did that happen and then when did you get into the likes of like uh working with juicy jnm so definitely on the on the local scale just being seen around fab and then being around short that clearly obviously brought me work because just that's right, the stamp right. of approval for some people right there they right. would toss me bones and at the same time i would tell them like be cool because I still got to do the job. So don't hype me up too, too much to certain people in this oh, and that. Right, 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 right. Like I still got to be able to yeah. show them proof. Um, so yeah. I appreciate it, but just like at times, just be realistic with the people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, what really proved to DJ Paul to bring me out on tour was um, down in LA. Um, I'm at one of my best friends uh, recording studios. Zach, he's a uh, shorts in-house engineer. Um, I'm at his personal studio. He says he's got sessions for the day, but I should come through. You never know who's going to be there. And DJ Paul happens to be one of the people that slides through. And I just take a couple of photos of him. Nothing crazy. He didn't ask me for the photos. 
Um, and I sit down as soon as I shoot him, do the edits, hand it off to him. Don't ask him for anything. Just here you go. You might want to be able to use these. Right. He said, cool. Thanks. He uh, took down my information and he said, I don't have any info, but uh, you never know. We might be going on tour sometime. I'm like, cool. Right on. Well, I got to go. I went about my day, give or take three months later, get a random phone call from this uh, 305. So what's that, Miami? I get a random right. call from a Miami number and just, I don't recognize it, but with that area code, I'm like, I should probably answer. It might be good work if it's something. Um, and it was the management team. This was on a Tuesday and they mm-hmm. wanted to see what it would take to get me out on tour by Friday. And that's how fast tour mm-hmm. started. Three and a half months yeah. on the road. Within the first six hours of being on tour, went to jail. Really? Wow. Oh shit! That's a three-six tour, baby. That's how you started off. That's how you started <laughs> I'm off. To say, what's like a three-six that? tour without a little jail time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, thugging it out, smoking weed. Oh, weed. That's yeah, it, though. That's it. In Tennessee. Damn, that's, yeah, Damn, that's tough. That's crazy. Damn. That's not where yeah. they're from, is it? But that's no. also how I showed and proved to them, like. So besides like a couple of people in management, nobody had my full name. Nobody had my info to come down to the jail to, to wiggle me out. Oh, I had to figure out how to post bail, how to get out, hop a taxi, figure out what hotel we were at. Cause we had only been back down for a few hours. That's crazy. And still get back to the bus by, (laughs) yeah, by a bus call had to make it there and when i hopped on the bus they thought they saw a ghost that's They're like crazy. what are you doing here what was that reaction like what was that reaction like you literally like bro we saw you get locked up yesterday what are you doing here well yeah and especially because i hadn't fully met every single person on tour yet it's like because this was in the first six hours you know how fast six hours can go by you've met certain people you haven't met the opening acts we hadn't even hit showtime. So I don't think I had technically met like juicy yet. I knew Paul, I knew gangsta boo. I was meeting, I was smoking with crunchy. Um, and yeah, I think as I was getting cuffed, uh, juicy was actually getting out of his vehicle and looked at me. Just probably thought I was a random <laughs> getting arrested backstage. Back. And so, That's yeah, crazy. they definitely, the next morning, everybody just looked at me when I stepped on the bus, like, wait a minute, you were the guy in cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah. Well, made a hi. what, what was the highlight from that tour for you? If it, I mean, unless it was that, like, was there no, no, any no, no, highlights? No, no, that, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you said three months on the road with six. What'd you say? The whole state of Colorado was, uh, was a movie. Because yeah. we was legal there at this time, right? Yep, 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 yep. But shit, Denver at the Roxy was just ridiculous. Uh, when they played Tear the Club Up, literally the fans tore the club up. We had a mini riot. They had to do a lock in, lock down, whatever they call it. Um, Damn. Flashbang grenades, some tear gas. DJ Paul yelling to one of the roadies. Huh? You're capturing all of this, like with the cam, with the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he's telling one of the roadies or the DJ uh, to grab the cases of beer off the stage, like as everything's going down. Like, make sure to grab the beer. (laughs) Uh, Can't forget the beer. Bag security. We got that shit. Hey, that's crazy. So, like, this was the whole state of Colorado. Every night, I think we had four or five stops, and every night was something pretty fucking similar yeah that's crazy that's the, i mean but shout out to three six man like they, they i feel like three six was in the time that we're talking about i can't name a more popular rap group dog like they were everything especially to that especially with that honestly i feel like they they were kind of um at least from my perspective because that when i was in high school it was three six mafia it was lil wayne and three six mafia you know what i'm saying so like they were one of the first groups that I saw build like a real cult following because it really was like with three six it was like you either know them or you don't you yeah. know what I'm saying and like one of my yeah, favorite sure. one of my favorite artists one of my favorite artists coming up 
like it's really Project Pat. Like I love yeah, Project Pat. Project so Pat. like even with three sits and like the DJ Paul sounds like it's so crazy because even to this day, it's really timeless. Like I really feel like a lot of music really be like influenced from that shit, mm -hmm. but like people don't oh, actually sure. like tune in. Yeah, I'm, try I'm yeah, trying three to six. Three six might be one of the most sampled uh hip hop groups for just their drops and some yeah. of their uh what is it, their samples, like they're constantly yeah. being used. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But like, so these are dope highlights, but I want to fast forward a little bit. Like, yeah, so yeah, when you yeah. got to the point, let's get to this clubhouse, right? Because okay. this is definitely yeah, yeah. where we, we, we got, we got hit to the NFTs and we was talking about the videographer's room slightly. So can you talk about the, um, uh, the time when you actually started learning about NFTs and like, uh, what you did with that information and Facts. how it was initially, you know, join these communities yeah. and, how crazy it was the influx of info that was applicable and like digestible though. You're like, yeah. okay, okay. I get that. And then there's also those phases of, you know, teaching it where that actually helped you learn it more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. oh, I don't know that much, but I could get you up to where I'm at, you know? So can you explain this, right. that whole phase, bro? You know yeah, I like what, what brought you to clubhouse facts, you know? Yeah. So clubhouse clubhouse, um, it was right around Christmas 2020 that I got on. Um, I, I think it was around the 17th. Um, so we were in the heart of lockdown during COVID. Um, just stumbled across this app, got the invite, got on. And I actually did not start uh, videographers. I've always given JL. JL shot that uh, director, okay. cinematographer uh, out of New York. He does a lot of uh, Fabio. Fabio Foreign and a lot of the yeah, different yeah. Uh, New York artists. He does a, he does ninety percent of their videos. Uh, mm -hmm. JL started a conversation and just went to bed, and I found it while he was in bed. Somebody else was running <laughs> it, and uh, I fell in love with the conversation. So I stayed up all night, and fast forward like three days later, I'm still online, and people can't figure it out. Well, <laughs> one of those nights, I figured out. If I logged into multiple devices, I could get on one account. So I figured, let me keep the room open. Let me kind of play a joke on everybody, though, too, at the same time. Right. Um, it's going to look like I'm just on one. Right. So, yep, uh, yeah, that was but that, the mission was like, to keep Ryan, the room open. I would notice They'd that. be like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Oh I yeah, like, he's out. He's I feel out. like that was one of the first. <laughs> that was because I, I, I used to see that room, too, and. One of the things that stood out about me is that it was always open. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I don't know if it was the first to do that, but I you would see rooms start to do that a little bit later in the in the clubhouse uh timeline where they just don't shut down, like they don't close. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just always open. Right. Yeah, no, uh, I, I have a feeling that I was probably the first to do it because it's so early so. on the app. Yep. Um but my whole goal was if we can keep the doors open, we can keep the conversation going. I didn't know if we shut the conversation down, if we'd lose the audience, if we'd get the people back. Um, and I just was addicted to the conversation altogether. Being able to help people on the other side of the earth was dope to me. Kind of brought me back to being a concierge or wanting to become a concierge. Um, and we were able to do such things. But yeah, four and a half months without ever shutting down. I definitely lost my mind a couple of times. That's crazy. Um, That's fucking crazy. And then the world just started to open back up. So working in the world of cinematography and film, you can't be on your phone all day. Um, yeah, so things started what do to do? deteriorate. What do you um, do when you're you got the room open for that long and you have like those dead spots? Do you just kind of let them happen or do you do you have things that you know you want to bring up whenever the, the room quiets down or do you just allow it to be silent for a little while? Like, what do you sleep. do? You say you go to sleep? You know, at the very beginning and throughout, I was definitely a stickler on uh, we can't we can't have these moments of silence. There's too many people in here. There's too much good yeah, conversation I mean, going on. Um, but I never wanted to, it to feel scripted either. I want everything to be super organic, organically mm -hmm. organized, if anything. Um, so usually I would just hop in there and it become comedy hour. 
I'd just <laughs> shoot some personality in there for a second. We don't even have to talk cameras. Let's just talk life. Let me get to know each individual because I'm on here 24 hours a day. I already know what? what each and every one of you do. I know, what? but I need to know more about you. I don't need to know about your camera or what you're working on this and that. I just need to know about you. Yeah. Um, so I'd kind of take over from there, but I was definitely a stickler on let's keep the energy up. Let's keep it going. Um, so yeah, that was always me. That's always been me. And like I said, uh, multiple clubs were able to open up too. So people went and expanded the conversation and, but so to get on to NFTs, let's get on to NFTs. Yeah. Uh, one random day, this crazy ass guy called Alex Alexander came to me. He was a member of videographers yep. and he says, I want to hold a Not conversation on yep. NFTs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on the show yep. before too. Yeah. And I'm just like, was. I'm like, N NFTs. I'm thinking he misspoke and was, was going to say or meant to say NFLs. And I wasn't going to know what an <laughs> NFLs was, but I just thought he misspoke. Thanks. So I said, cool, let's do it. We scheduled a room for Friday. Friday happens. I expect the conversation to go for two or three hours. It ended up, it ended up going for six or seven. I don't think I ever saw Alex again in the videographer's conversation <laughs> but within a day or two i hop on the app and i'm scrolling down the hallway and i see this nfts.tips and there's like eight thousand yep. plus people in there mc hammer paris hilton just all these random ass celebrity names and then at the very tip tip top is alexander yeah i'm just like what the, <laughs> what the hell yeah so i right, hop in and right. when he recognizes and notices that i'm there he brought me up Gave me my roses just for the fact he was learning how to use the app through videographers, videographers saw the way right. that I was running uh, a community or a growing community and just took some of the formula and applied it to his own interests and right. then clearly was on to something brand new um, to the masses and it skyrocketed. Uh, like I said, I thought he said NFLs at first, so. Like, could you speak to that transition, though? Like, I guess for yourself as an artist, because you definitely had a lot on your plate. And I definitely wouldn't even want to talk about some of the other uh, ventures you'd be doing outside of, you know what I'm saying? Like the camera and the production work. But like now tapping yourself into an artist because, you know, you now heavy into the A.I., in the game yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. that had to be sparked by something that wasn't just like boom i was just gonna go ahead and transition now you see these nfts and you know it's like this renaissance you see so much new art and it kind of like inspires you and now you off some let me see what i can do for myself like what well, i can create you know so like can you speak to that that transition or that growth as a creative yeah 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 so when i first got introduced to it i definitely have a pretty strong learning disability. So it took me some time to grasp it. But once I got it or started to get it I stuck to it. Um, at first, I was told you have anything in your hard drive that's just been sitting there. You don't really know what to do with it. Well, now, right. potentially, there's an audience that might want to purchase it. Um, right. I said, cool, right on. Let me, let me see what I got. Um, started to pull things out of the hard drive started to mess around with Photoshop because I was seeing a lot of what was trending and popular were PFPs and just what I considered some pretty simple art. But it, w it wasn't really my calling either. It wasn't really a passion. I was kind of like, I don't know, but let me just see. So some of my earliest works, in my opinion, were pretty simple, but I was just trying to follow a trend or figure things out. Um, right. And then in in that time, I was in a D-Gen room with Trizzy Trunk, Chinzo, yeah. might have been yourself, um, and a yeah. handful of others. And uh, somebody mentioned Gan. And I was just like, what is that? They yeah, showed me Chinzo. a photo. Chinzo, the Gan God. Yep. <laughs> I said, this is pretty cool. I said, you got right. any recommendations of where I can look, where I can start? They say VQ Gan uh dash clip or whatever it is and i'm uh i look at it my learning disability kicks in my anxiety everything i'm yeah, just like, no, was like this is too much this is too much right. right now i said you got right. anything else for me 
So they gave me a couple of recommendations. I found this uh, Snow Pixel. Snow realized Pixel. that you had to pay for the yep. credits. Yeah, found out yep. you had to pay Dollar for the credits. For the generations. So sweet. But I, <laughs> but I, uh, I personally enjoyed what it was creating because I tried the Wombos, I tried the Starry AIs, other apps, and visually, it just didn't appeal to me. It was quick. It was nice. It was free, but it wasn't visually appealing to me. So Snow Pixel worked, and at the same time, I knew I was making uh, a financial investment. So I was going to take it that much more serious. Um, and then in that amount of time, learning uh, just how to word prompt my word my word prompt engineering, uh, I started to explore the bigger programs. Started to attend conversations around people that had already been doing this potentially six plus years. Um, and they explained to me how to use some of these bigger programs. And now I've just been stuck on them. The Google Collabs, all the various notebooks. Yeah, so yeah, everything from Disco to Fusion to Jax to Pity, Pity, however you want to pronounce it, to the VQ GAN, all these different notebooks. Was was coming on to NFTs? Was that pretty native to you? Like, are you are you the type of person? I, I, I'll reference myself. Like me, I can kind of tap into things that are creative in nature pretty easily. Like, it might take me a little bit of time to you know really find my footing, but I can really I can tap in pretty easily with things that are just inherently creative. Are you kind of that same way? Or do you feel like you're not? Like, do you feel like it took you a while to get your footing in NFTs? Or did you feel like once you got the, it, an understanding it of it, took you me a while. Good? Yeah. No, nah, it definitely took me a while. It took me five or six weeks of almost 24 hours a day getting education yeah. and rehearing things multiple times, looking up um, things, keywords that I had heard throughout the day. Um, trial and error luckily my trial and error didn't cost me a ton i think yeah. <laughs> i'm very lucky let me knock on some wood out of failed transactions right. and just fuck ups i think i've lost give or take 30 to 40 dollars so that's that's nothing in the big yeah, scheme of crazy. things but, but yeah, i took my time in the nft space you can lose thousands yeah it's so yeah. easy and it's so yeah. easy too it's so easy too yeah um but really hanging around people like the Alan Hennas, the Bit Buzzes, the oh, various yeah. people that have oh, just yeah. been in the space for for oh, years yeah. already, really picking their brain and one-on-one, -on -one, hitting them up in the back channels and getting them to respond. Because you know, a lot of these people at first, they're not gonna, they're not gonna respond. They gotta right. get to know you. Well, I'm gonna make mm -hmm. you get to know me. So when I do hit you up in the back, you respond and we build that Facts. relationship. Um, yeah. but no, definitely all of this is foreign. I did not come into this with, with any crypto background, any crypto oh, saved up. I've used NFTs like a street corner performer uses a street corner. I've got a product. I need to find a corner. I need to build up an audience. And if you like it, you're going to throw a couple of coins in the, in the cap, but I always have the ability to pick up and move to a new corner too. So, okay, mm -hmm. I came in pulling things out of the hard drive. That was cool. Didn't really work super well or get a big following because also video was brand new and file size was right. such a limit back then to yeah. then doing some of the simple graphic design in Photoshop. That worked to an extent. Then I go find Procreate and I do the I Bit My Face series, which is a hand-drawn series, mm -hmm. 1,000 faces that started to build up some traction. And in that time I found GAN and just put all my time into the GAN and the AI. And I still go back to, uh, I bit my face, but it's like one or two drawings a week now. And now it's just AI, AI, AI. No, that's tough. That's tough as hell. Just the, the, the growth in itself. But yeah. I wanted to also talk, you know, yeah, and using that street back. corner, man, trying to use all yeah, these different. Yeah. I like that uh, analogy. Too, yeah. yeah, I've been treating the block put... like I treated the block. Facts. 
and it's like you pick up like I like exactly like you could pick up shop and go anywhere like now nah, I can really set up shop anywhere the way that these skills are transferable it's like yo man it, it, we always good like plan yeah. for longevity yeah. that way. do you ever think about do you ever think about and also merging? too I came into this one last thing now go ahead I came bro. into this yeah, too with with the understanding that uh nfts didn't have to just be artwork i could mm -hmm. use this in all different walks of my life so i could use this in the cannabis world i could use this yeah, yeah. since i raise and breed uh bulldogs i could use this in what i consider like the agriculture or the livestock space cannabis being the agriculture space i can use this in clothing plus film plus anything that I create digitally or physical. So art is just like a fraction of this world. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, and that's literally what I was gonna ask you is how you can merge it into all the other things that you do, but you're right. It is a fraction of this. And I think that's something everybody hasn't kind of grasped their hands around yet. It's like this, the, the technology is really setting the stage for how we transact with each other moving forward or how we can like what the potential is you know what i'm saying like we can like all these like all contracts can be digitized you know what i'm saying and can be um like automated you know what i mean in a way that we're just not doing right now as it stands like in web 2 but i think people hear nfts they hear web 3 and they just think art they think you know jpegs and pictures and stuff like that and that's just kind of right. it's it's narrow-minded, but that's how it's going to start. Of course, you have like we ha we had to be in it to understand. Oh, there's so much more that that can be done around this. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think the more people come into it and kind of set up shop and stay, then their 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 minds will start to expand as far as like what For else sure. can be done with the technology. Well, shit, man. And um, so I've started using it even out on tour just to kind of make things gamified while we're at the venue with the fans as they start to learn about NFTs. We can have a QR code, say, pop up on one of the LED screens in the background, and that could be for the first 100 people to get that. Maybe it's a, a PO app, but then if you come in and you exchange the PO app at the merch table, you can get um, a, a tour poster but then also having oh, various yeah, other yeah. QR codes placed throughout the venue have other prizes. Maybe one's a meet and greet, maybe one is a t-shirt, one's a hat, yeah. this and that. And as you find them, or if you collect them all, whatever, you can come back to the merch booth, exchange it out and get something physical. That's fire. Just that, different that's actually, things yeah, like that's that. Fire. Yeah. Um, definitely using it so at the dispensary or for our, at our market. You come, you spend crendo. You, my bad, it's still early. You come to the dispensary. You come to the market. You spend crypto. We'll match you. Oh hell yeah, that's super dope. That's a real incentive. Oh, we'll match you. Yeah, that's right, facts. Right. That's, that's fire. Can can you talk that, a little but bit? But then about also dope. too, like we can really do seed to sale. Since we're breeders, since we're growers, we can actually develop a strain and really know that that's us you got our product and say if you get a seed and you want to grow it look at that as that's your derivative but you still know where the genetics came from you know what you're starting with because what you feed your plant and what i feed my plant is already going to make the plant slightly different mm -hmm. but still like you could look at it as that's a derivative of our cut our strain our seed right so many different things you can do with with these nfts and yeah no that's a fact bro but yo yeah, i want to figure uh, out all these digitals and fidgetals and for the clothing and there's still so much more to like figure out you know what i'm saying no space. that's a fact and i wanted to shout out too bro a dope era because uh i definitely went to the store with my boy yes, while bro. i was out there in the bay you know what i'm saying can you talk about you know what I'm saying? Dope era, what it is, you know what I'm saying? And how deeply rooted I, it is within the culture up over there. For surely, man, for surely, for surely. So Dope Era is a clothing brand that uh, my brother, Mr. Fab, myself, our brother G filled, uh, Crypto, and a handful of others, we all started. Uh, we started out of the trunks of our cars. Dope Era stands for During Oppression People Evolve everyone rises above so it's an acronym 
A lot of people think it has a negative condensation or condensation, um, but really it's a positive. We've been giving back to the community now for 18 years, doing backpack drive, Thanksgiving, Christmas, around Valentine's Day. We have a domestic violence seminar called Love Shouldn't Hurt. We've got a scholarship program. The clothing brand is blown up into an umbrella. Uh, we've got a nightclub now across the street from uh, our clothing store. We've got a food truck. And coming in 2023, we've got the Dope Era Academy. It's going to be a youth academy. Uh, it's going to start out as an after-school program, eventually become an all-day program. Uh, we're going to let the kids really steer the direction of the academy. We're, we've got some top-notch professionals. We've got help and funding from the state, the city, the police. We've got financial, private investors, um, and we've got our own capital built up. But yeah, so we've got the Dope Era Academy. We're going to do crypto. We're going to do cool. agriculture. Okay. We're going to do the arts, fashion, you name it. Um, my biggest thing is two hot meals a day at the academy. And then when it becomes a full day academy, four hot meals, three at the academy, and then one for the kids to take home. And then we've also come to an agreement. Any uh, chair left open will be open to the community. And if you're over, say, the age of 25, um, maybe there's going to have to be some financials that you'll have to kick in, but maybe not. But that would be an application process because you just can't have adults with kids and this and that. So, like, there's got to be yeah, some yeah, screening yeah. there. But yeah. any any remaining uh, seat will be open to the public, the community. That's fire, bro. That's a fire That's initiative you got going on. Bro. Yeah, man, that all that all comes from shit. a bunch of guys that used to kick it on the block. Yeah, for sure, man. We are we are staples of our community and our environment, our region. Fab just was one of the commentators during the Golden State Warriors uh, championship parade. He's an official uh, water boy of the team. He gets to hang oh, out man. on the bench. He gets to do all that. Oh, he gets yeah. to travel. Um, yeah, and he's the representative because now they're over in San Francisco. They still had to bring in an Oakland affiliate to approve it and somebody that's been a fan mm -hmm. uh, way before the Splash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, back when you could sneak into the Coliseum, uh, back <laughs> when you could get $12 tickets and sneak down to the bottom during the run TMC days. So, uh, yeah, they, they still had to get an Oakland affiliate to come in and be a spokesperson for the, for the Warriors. And Fab luckily is that guy. You said no, back no. when you could sneak like in, I, said, I feel like somebody snuck up. in. Hey. <laughs> somebody snuck in and got banned recently for the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Bro. Did you hear about that? I, I didn't even peep that. You see, I seen how the guy snuck on the plane. I don't know if you seen how the guy uh, snuck on the plane. Same, same cuz. Operate? No, not the same. Oh, uh, about to say same Clay yeah, Thompson cuz. Seattle snuck on a plane and operated the plane and flew the plane. They were oh, like, fucking oh, crazy. Man, oh, we got, oh, we got, we got to tighten things up. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey Ryan, man, we appreciate your time thus far, bro. Um, let people know, yeah. you know, what the best way to keep up with all the things you got going on and everything like that. Let us know where we can find you and keep up with all those things. Shit, these days I'm super active on Twitter. I'm not that uh, active on Instagram anymore, and it sounds like Instagram has been changing some of their policies up. Yeah, so uh, uh, I don't yeah. know if I'll be Instagram over there much longer, but definitely with the NFT. Uh, the NFT community lives on uh, Twitter. So as mm -hmm. long as I'm in NFTs, you're going to see me on Twitter. And then just uh, catch me in the streets. Catch me in real life. Come through Dope Era. Come right. through K-Town Collective. Whatever you want to do. We've got the Terp Market every Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. We've got the longest-running cannabis market in L.A. So like I said, Thursday, Friday, or Sunday, you can always catch me there. K-Town, if you're in uh, the Hollywood area of Melrose, slide through and say hi. Or if you're in the Bay, come uh, come to Dope Era, 1764 19th and Broadway. We are off the steps of our subway. When you come up and you look to the left, the only thing you can see is us. And now when you look to the right, the only thing you can see is us. We're taking over the block one one establishment at a time. We got a little cafe next door to us that we know they're paying month right. to month whenever they decide to pull out because this rent is high as shit. We're gonna take that spot over and we're gonna have dope era eats. 
It's lit. Damn, it's lit. It's and lit, now man. I got an itinerary next time I'm on the West Coast for yeah, sure. Oh, for surely. Exactly. We've created a target destination for people. When you when you touch sure. down in the bay, it is not unheard of that people will get off the plane and before they check into the hotel, they come slide through the era, they taste it, they smell it, they touch it, and they get a piece of it. You got Damn, to, baby. That's dope. It's yeah, the airway, not the other way. That's what we say. <laughs> Dang. Facts. Dang. Facts, dope. man. Hey, again, man, appreciate you. I know for it's super sure, early bro. on your end. So, like, super oh, man, appreciate I'm up. you for getting up with us. Hey, uh, I'm up. going to the bar, yeah. man. We're 24 hours uh, out here, baby. Hey, shout out Empire. That is uh, one of the big labels in the industry these days. We're completely yeah, independent. But, yeah. That's lit. Yes, sir. Facts. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thank you again. Fuck racism, man. Fuck racism. <laughs> Always. Always, bro. And appreciate you, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you, bro. you, guys. It's been Until a next time. Oh shit! Damn the lag, yo, that lag. Yeah, they be, they be fucking with us, man. But still, a great conversation. Um, great dude. All the things that he's got going on is crazy, man. Like every when I when I hear about people that got like all these things going on, I'm just like, damn, like. When do you sleep? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no bullshit, but, uh, but, you know, that's why the cheat code is when you love what you do, then it's like you don't, the you don't extra work that you do, is, it's like you don't feel it. Yeah, but it don't it tire is you. It is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. But to, to, to an outsider to exactly hear it. Yeah. The shit you love to do might take a whole lot of portion. So this other shit off the top, it's like, yeah, bro, I always make time for yeah. it. Yeah, big facts. Well, um, yeah, man, that, that pretty much is our show for y'all this week. Um... Yeah, man. Everybody have a great weekend. For sure. Man. And uh, we'll see you same time next week. 78. Yeah, for, for 78. Uh, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all again. For, and, oh, yeah. And, and before we go, yeah, subscribe. Know. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, subscribe man. to the channel if you're still up. here. If you haven't done yes, that, do what that. are you waiting for? Subscribe. Yeah, let it, let it, that helps us out. You know what huh? I'm saying? Um, like, share the video, all that type of stuff. That helps us out. But, um, you know, we're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, and we're on our way. Um so yeah, help us out, subscribe, and then we'll see y'all again uh, next week. Early. Early.